right, before we get started, just a big congratulations to everyone for making it through the month of January because it is the longest month of the year. Someone disagree with me. It just is horrible. Anyways, Valentine's Day was this past week, and I figured, why not? Let's just hang out together in between my interviews. I just really like this one-on-one time. And there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot on the table to discuss. But first, Valentine's Day. Okay. If you are a single person on Valentine's Day, you either really hate Valentine's Day or you really don't care about it. It just, you don't feel like it applies to you. I'm more of the latter, okay? I do not sit around dwelling on the fact that I'm single on Valentine's Day. Don't get me wrong. If you've gone through some stuff or if being single is new for you around this holiday, then maybe it's a little harder. I'm just talking about in general. Like some people really, you know, want to be in a relationship. And so Valentine's Day is harder for them if they're single. Some people really just don't give a shit about it. I don't really care. I use it as an opportunity to practice some self-love with me. And so I went to the store and I got one of those heart-shaped boxes filled with chocolate truffles. And I binge watched Love is Blind with Bo on the couch. And it was very enjoyable and very relaxing, guilt-free, as it should be, because self-love and self-care should never come with guilt. And whatever that looks like, you should enjoy it because your relationship with yourself is just as important. And I mean, if you're used to having Valentine's Day and celebrating it and it being an enjoyable holiday, then if you are single and you're not really celebrating with somebody, then it could be a little bit harder. I've never really had an amazing Valentine's Day experience. My last relationship, he thought it was a stupid Hallmark holiday. And regardless of whether or not I, you know, wouldn't mind feeling a little extra love on that day, that's not what he cared about. He cared about the fact that he just thought it was stupid. So I never, we never really did anything for it. And the irony is his birthday falls within the same week as Valentine's Day. So me feeling undervalued, I would then go to the extreme and go pretty much like all out for his birthday. In my mind, it was like, well, maybe if I overcare, he'll care a little bit more. And spoiler alert, it didn't work like that. So if your significant other is saying, you know, oh, I don't like flowers or I don't want this or I don't want the attention, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you dig into that with your partner because at the end of the day, sometimes subconsciously we say we don't want things because we're hoping to see some thoughtfulness come out of the other person. And I say subconsciously because, of course, there's going to be people that say, well, we're not mind readers. Like, we don't know if our partner wants something or doesn't. We have to go by what they say. But as you know somebody more and more, you know what their love language is. You know what makes them happy. So maybe if they say like, oh, yeah, I don't like flowers. Maybe they don't like flowers. But They probably like something they'd like in that moment for you to understand them enough to know, like, maybe it's not flowers. Maybe it's, you know, waking up and going to get breakfast or maybe it's planning a trip or maybe it's just you giving them a hug and telling them how much you care about them and appreciate them. Whatever that may be, it's always nice to to look in between the lines a little bit. But anyways, on this particular Valentine's Day this year, I watched pretty much all of Love is Blind season two. If you have never heard of it, then you should Google it. It's a great show. Very entertaining. And I want to talk a little bit about it because there's been a lot of circulating thoughts around social media. And I don't actually know how it ends because the finale hasn't aired yet. So this is all just based on what I've seen so far. So there's a couple and the woman kind of came out on social media and reminded everyone that it's a reality show. You know, it's just clips of what's actually, you know, being filmed. And, you know, mental health health is a real thing. And to just be cognizant of that when you're being judgmental about their situation. And basically, just to give you sort of the gist of this woman and this man's relationship, 
you can tell that she's had a lot of history and, you know, uh, insecurities in relationships and in her own life. And so a lot of the thoughts on social media are basically like, why are you going to do this experiment and do this show to try and meet somebody if you haven't really worked through a lot of those insecurities that you know are centered, you know, in relationships? And I'm kind of on the fence with it because I do agree that you have to be mentally and emotionally in a healthy place to be somebody's partner and to also be able to, you know, be a good support system for somebody else and vice versa. But I also think that, you know, baggage doesn't just go away, right? Like baggage and stuff that you've gone through and worked through in your life, like just because maybe you're in a better space mentally, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are you know, fully healed, that things won't come out. But I think this particular situation is more like her insecurities and the the areas that she struggles with, it is really focused on relationships. And so what people in the real world have that you don't with the, you know, within the structure of the show is you have time. So when you meet somebody, you have time to kind of dig into all these little things and really understand them about a person and figure out, you know, how, is this somebody that I can, that can help me work through these or is this somebody that will add sort of that to that, you know, level of anxiety and insecurity and frustration to the point where we we won't be able to make it work. And you have in the real world, you have time to like figure that out and date and work through things like that. But of course, in this show, you, you know, meet them in the pods, you decide to get married, and then that's when you see them for the first time. And then you have what a few weeks before you're supposed to get married on TV. And they all know this when they go into the show. So it's not like it's a big surprise. But to some extent, it's like, a lot of people are saying, you know, this the end game for this show is marriage. And you obviously need time to work through a lot of these things that you're feeling. So is this the right environment for you? And really, the only person that can answer that is her and the rest of the people that go on the show. Like, whatever works best for them, like, they need to make that decision. But it is interesting to read, you know, these comments. And you, you have people coming to her defense saying, you know, Yes, obviously she's just as worthy of of doing this experiment and finding somebody to marry as anybody else, and I don't disagree, but I think what I I do question is, you know, if you know that a lot of what you feel and a lot of what's hard for you in a relationship is stuff that you'll really only see over time and that will determine the compatibility for you, then yeah, of course, you know, doing a rushed timeline of a show like this is is probably a questionable decision. But Anyways, I would totally do it. I'm actually interested to see if, you know, like how many of you would be open to doing a show like that. And just again, for people who haven't seen it, you meet people in pods and you talk to people in these pods. So you're separated from the person you're talking to and you can't physically see them. It's not until you decide to marry them that you actually see them in person. And so the idea is you have to make an emotional connection without being able to physically see what they look like. And it's just very interesting. And I do love the concept of it. But I think the timeline is so short that even if you make that emotional connection, like there's so much more to an emotional connection that comes over time. So I, it's just a very interesting show. And I like watching it and seeing kind of what everyone does. But anyways, the finale is coming up at the end of February where we see if all the couples decide to get married or not. And there's still definitely some drama from last season. Like one of the girls on last season is now dating someone from Bachelor Nation. And it's just... It's very interesting to follow. So if you are interested in watching it, season one and two are on Netflix. And then the finale of season two is coming out soon. So I would suggest it. It's interesting. But in keeping with the theme of shows, we're going to talk briefly about Euphoria. Now, if you watch Euphoria, 
then you know that everyone watching it has a very special bond because we're all sitting together metaphorically on our couches Sunday night just feeling uncomfortable together because honestly it can be a difficult show to watch (laughs) I mean that's just what it is and I was talking to a friend who said yeah you know the storyline just seems better suited for a bunch of college kids because there's unhealthy relationships drug abuse binge drinking just all of the things but that's the added layer that makes this show borderline triggering is that it's about a bunch of 16-year-olds. And I actually don't know if this is what high schools are actually like now because this was not how my high school was like. And the outfits are outlandish on this show. And you've seen via social media, I've actually seen in person, like you've seen these outfits translate in, you know, to real life. And girls walking around as if they're on their way to a season three casting for this show. And I went to a local dive bar with a friend and we were grabbing a drink, some food. And normally this place isn't as busy on this particular day, especially in the winter. And so I was floored when I walked in and it was just a sea of college kids, right? I felt like I was at an actual casting for this show. The dress that I saw at this bar, I mean, we're not in L.A., people. We're in Rhode Island at, like, a beach bar in the middle of winter. So you could tell that there was some sort of influence there. And it was insane. I could not believe that some of the girls were wearing this. And I am not a clothes and or body shamer. I don't think that you need to cover your body to be, you know, respected. I think everyone should be respected. But, like... It was kind of a moment, a realization moment for me as a 31, almost 32-year-old where you feel like you're looking back at a younger version of yourself and you just want to, like, throw your sweater over there. Just, like, put your sweater on. It's fine. Like, you can still take that green tee shot. That guy is probably still going to think you're cute. Just, Just put the sweater on. But regardless, I am very happy to not have children in high school right now. So moving on, we're at this bar and... I go through ebbs and flows with using dating apps. Sometimes I just download them, use them, and delete them. I feel like a lot of people say that. Whenever I, like, rejoin, it will tell you, oh, this person's new here. But you've seen them on it before, so you know that a lot of people do the same thing, where you kind of go through, like, maybe a few months where you use them, and then you delete them, then you rejoin them again. There's no rhyme or reason. It just depends how you're feeling. And... So I went on about a month ago. I went on Hinge and I was talking to this guy very briefly. This guy is the reason that after like three days of talking, if we don't make plans, then I'm over it because I don't need more friends. I have plenty of great friends and I don't need somebody like to text and talk to day in and day out. Like if I'm on there and we're chatting and we're trying to make plans, I actually want to go on those plans. And for those of you who know me, few and far between make it to that point with me where I'm like, yeah, let's go get a drink. So if you do and nothing comes of it, then okay, see you later. But I was talking to this guy for a few days and I said, we should get some drinks. He was like all about it. And after a few days, nothing came of it. And he said, sorry, I've been really busy at work. Like these are the days I'm free. I said, okay, well here, why don't you text me? We'll make a plan. Never heard from him. A few days later, I went out with some friends. I had some drinks and I said, you know what? I'll give it one more one more chance. So I told this guy, you know, I think we have mutual friends. They said you're great. So I'm down to, you know, go get a drink still if you want to. 
never heard from him. So I was like, in a moment of having felt unsuccessful for like a month or two, I deleted it again. And maybe that's not the way. I don't know. Some people will keep it for months, years. I don't know. But I just, I was over it. So I deleted it. And so my friend and I are sitting at this bar in the midst of the cast of Euphoria season three. And she's showing me this guy in Bumble that she was messaging with. And it was the same guy. And that would be the end of the story, except also in that moment, I looked up and he's across the bar from us. And again, not that crazy because it's not like we don't live in a small state. And apparently I just missed the fact that it was a popular place to be on Saturdays. So my friend, the way that she is, was like, I'm just going to message him and tell him that I see him from across the bar just to see what he does. But she definitely had already noticed that this was the situation because he slowly started backing away from where he was, was started hiding behind like the beam. And then just, you know, all of a sudden he was gone. And I did see him elsewhere, but like on the other side of the room. And so it's funny because, again, I am okay if things don't pan out with somebody. I'm okay if, you know, you're just like, yeah, I'm just not interested. I even agree that not everybody's, even including myself, would say, actually, no, like, I'm not really interested to go out with you. So I don't want to end up meeting up. Like, good luck with everything. But it's happened a few times where it gets to the point of concrete lunch plans, not to quote girls. And then all of a sudden, it's like nothing ever comes of it. And it makes you feel discouraged because you don't want to keep going through the same process over and over and over again. And that's just ultimately what dating is. So it is what it is. But this is the reason why I have that three-day rule. Like if after a few days we are not getting anywhere, I'm probably just going to stop talking to you because I don't have time to just chit-chat for the next two months of my life. So that's where I was at with that situation. So anyways, she messaged him. I don't believe it, but up until this moment, I don't think that he ever answered her. Maybe he did. I'm actually going to call her after this because I want to know. But that's where I've been at with with dating apps lately and just not really feeling them. But what definitely didn't help is that Bumble now also has a swipe limit. So Hinge, you can only like to up to, I don't know, 10 people a day. And then you have to wait until the next day to start swiping right again. And so Bumble said, OK, you ha- we want you to be purposeful about who you swipe right on because now you have a limit. So we only want you to swipe right on people that you actually really like and want to pursue. But what they're not taking into account is the probability that those particular 10 people will also swipe right on you when there are so many people to choose from and they also have a limit. But of course, if you want to pay, then you can swipe on as many people as you want. So it's like you don't really care that we're purposefully swiping. You just want our money. Okay, fine. But that also discourages me because then it makes me think, what are the odds that one of those 10 guys also swipes right on me? So I don't know, this, the whole idea of online dating, I know it's becoming more and more popular, but it's the paradox of choice. When you have all of these choices to choose from, it's harder to actually make a decision. So I get it. And that's part of their, you know, oh, well, you only should swipe right on 10 people because then you have fewer, you know, conversations going on, fewer to choose. Maybe then you'll choose to actually meet up with these people. But I don't know. I think the mindset is just, well, I don't have any more swipes today on Bumble. I'll go to Hinge. And you're still faced with a ton of choices. And that doesn't even account for people using social media 
as ways to date. You're telling me that as a guy or a girl, you're not sliding into DMs throughout the day. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's becoming more and more common for people to use social media as a way to meet people. And that's fine. But again, you're just opening up that pool of choices. So it becomes harder to make a decision. Although when it comes to decisions, I've been told to be wary of swiping right on somebody who A, has a hat on in every single picture and or B, is not smiling with teeth in any of their pictures. And I know the irony of talking about how, you know, these specific dating apps, you really can only go off of what people look like. Okay, I get that. But then when you're having conversation with them and it never gets anywhere, it makes you less inclined to actually go deep into conversations with people instead of just base it on what they look like in their profile. Because you're like, well, I didn't just go off of what they looked like. And I tried to have conversations with these three or four guys and we get to a point of making plans and nothing happens. So fine, I'm just going to go based off of what they look like now. And so apparently hat fishing is a thing where people in their profiles who are only wearing hats then you see them in person and they look completely different because somebody wearing a hat may look very different in person when they're not wearing a hat. And I was actually mind blown because I've never heard this term before. I've obviously heard of catfishing, but hat fishing? (laughs) Are there other terms like this that I'm just very unaware of? Because I would love to hear what they are. And of course, regardless, if you are using these apps, then you are putting yourself out there in a way. I'm just trying to figure out other ways to do that because These ways are not working. So I want to hear what everyone else is doing, everyone's success stories. How did you meet your person? Because I feel like there are some ways that I'm just not, I'm not thinking of. And I will say too, in the warmer months, especially when there are like sports leagues and events and things you can actually partake in that are not sitting on your couch because it's five degrees, I think that there's also room for opportunity there. But right now we're in the dead of winter in New England. So until there's more social opportunity coming my way, this is what we're discussing for right now. And I'm okay with that. But regardless, I am wrapping this up because it is a wonderful Sunday night. For some of us, we are off tomorrow for President's Day. So if you are off, I hope you are enjoying your Sunday night. That's actually kind of like a Saturday night. For those of you who are working tomorrow, I don't have anything for you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Have a wonderful week. We are so close to March. And even though it might still be chilly in March, it brings more hope that spring is around the corner. So as always, no matter what you're doing with your life, as long as you're putting yourself out there and doing your best and taking your shot, that is all you can really do. And just love people and love yourself and get a dog. I feel like that has just solved so many of my emotional problems. Anyways, have a wonderful week and I will talk to you guys soon. Cheers.